drink and dance all night Now let's talk of diapers and pacifiers And our pants are feeling tight Bottle service with BKP Bottle service with BKP Hi guys, welcome back to Bottle Service I have such a fun episode for you this week. I am truly so excited for this one. I've been a fan of our guest this week since like 2015 when she was the breakout star of Bravo's Ladies of London. Does anyone remember that show? And now she's a real housewife of Dubai. Guys, the goat, Caroline Stanbury, is in the house today. And if you are not a Bravo aficionado like I am, Caroline is like this super glamorous socialite TV personality, podcaster, influencer, and mom of three. Like she has incredible style. Let me tell you, such a fun follow on Instagram if you don't already. Highly recommend. And she's known for just this like super fun glam lifestyle. So it's like hard to imagine that she too has been in the motherhood trenches, which is exactly why I was so intrigued to bring her on. We talk about everything from postpartum life, egg freezing and IVF, the inside scoop on mommy makeovers, preeclampsia, hating your mommy and me group, raising twins, and how to keep your identity and live your best life as a mom. I honestly love this combo. Caroline is low-key like a huge wealth of wisdom, and she's given us the goods today. So without further ado, let's get to it and jump right into this one with Caroline Stanbury. Enjoy. Guys, so excited. I have Caroline Stanbury in the house. She's our resident cool mom. Caroline, thank you so much for doing this show. Hi, thank you for having me. I love this show. Um, Caroline, I was really excited to have you on. I feel like, I mean, our audience right now, we're in the trenches of new motherhood. You know, a lot of us are like wearing our sweatpants for the third day in a row, spit up covered t-shirts, you know, not feeling our best. And I feel like you're a mom, but like you also have this like amazing, glamorous, posh lifestyle. Um, I'm curious, and I know your kids are a little bit older now, but even back then, did you maintain your cool lifestyle or like were you like us? Were you covered and spit up? Like I'm very curious what your postpartum experience was like. No, I mean, I was not. I was ridiculous. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I had done um, IVF and I was at the time running a big business. So I would literally have my secretary go to the clinic. She would queue for the two hours, take her papers and work from there. Tell me when she was two people down. Then I would drive over there, go in, do my appointment and go back to the office. That's how I got through that. Then I got um, preeclampsia before, which meant I blew up. And I, I, I had a, you know, uh, multi-billionaire sort of um, investors. So I had board members to, to report to. I couldn't just take time off. So I would go to the office um, all the way up. Then I was in hospital for two months because I, I had blown up. And I can't sit still. I, I would find a hairdresser. To, I, I, if I look back, it was like the devil wears fucking Prada, <laughs> except I wasn't. And I was I was super on edge. I mean, I think it was just so I pressure it pressurized myself. You're looking at something that looks incredibly glamorous. And it was. Don't get me wrong. Like, I remember the first time she'll tell you the story. D. Hilfiger came to sell some stuff to me in my um 
uh, I had a luxury internet company. I was sitting down and I was having my nails done and my toes done at the same time. Tommy Hilfiger's bloody wife. And she goes to me, I have never been to a meeting where someone is like doing their nails. And I'm like, she goes, she goes, who the fuck do you think you are? Cleopatra. And I, I mean, we're really good friends today, but it's true. And I was like, oh my God, you know what? I just completely lost sense of reality because I only lived in my own little bubble and I had so much fucking things to do with the babies, my nails, my hair, making myself, because also you are the business. Everyone wants what you have, right? And today I'm a lot kinder to myself. I mean, I'm still not, you know, I, I'm, I am and I'm not. I mean, I'm a housewife now, right? So anyone that watched Housewives, I think, um, knows that, you know, outfits and fashion and looking amazing is is what you're meant to do. I mean, you, you can't really take it too seriously. I think my father saw my Instagram the other day and I had the red dress on walking in this ridiculous hairstyle. And he goes, darling, what's with the ridiculous hair? And I'm like, dad, I'm a ha housewife. I can't just have <laughs> normal hair. I've got to have like... I have more glam. My, I mean, my makeup and hair people live in this house. So, you know, please take that into account that that's my job. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and I think that people need to understand that, that it's, you know, not real life. This is um, a, well, it's an advertising billboard, right? And I'm a, I'm a billboard for many companies. And even though I'm older, I think that, you know, um, it's, it, it is, it's just, it's a marketing tool, how I look and what I do and do, do, it's not that I'm the prettiest person on the world, in the world. It's just how you put things together and people want to feel like it's easy, but it's not, it's not easy. There is a team of people behind me to make this look good. And, and, you know, I think going through, uh, building a business, having children running all of this team and being a CEO at the time and having preeclampsia and, and, and I, I mean, I just remember coming home from work and locking myself in my bathroom with a bottle of vodka going, what the fuck am I doing? Like screaming at everyone, just do not come in because it was just, it was too much trying to do, you know, everything for everyone. It is oh, just, you know, gosh. what women try to be for everyone. For sure. And especially after you have babies, I mean, it's really hard to upkeep that. Um, I'm curious because I know and <laughs> you even said it yourself that you like helped your, your you held yourself to such a high standard and have, you know, almost like perfectionist tendencies, especially when it comes to your own appearance and things like that. Was it especially hard for you coming out of having a baby and like seeing your body different and like all of that or or did you give were you able to give yourself grace in that in that time I was really lucky because I you know when I'm in something I want to do it to the best right I am a perfectionist I didn't because I had twins and I've always had tiny 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 legs no matter what how much weight I get put on they don't really go to my legs um I just had a massive massive belly um and big arms but my legs were always small so I could kind of hide it and um, because I had twins, everyone knew you can't really like, you know. And then when I had preeclampsia, that was really hard for me because preeclampsia, you blow up like a helium balloon. But by then I was in so much pain, really, that, um, you know, you don't care because I was already in hospital. And, you know, you're with preeclampsia, it's kind of between you and the baby who's, you know, you, you're high blood pressure, low pressure. You're on so many pills um, and I was still working. So I wasn't really focused on my body. 
um, which uh, sort of helped, I suppose. And the moment, moment a baby comes out of you with preeclampsia, you, it's like a helium balloon. It all comes off you. So I remember my doctor coming in and he didn't even bloody recognize me. <sighs> he didn't know it was the same person from before and after because your face blows up, your hands blow up. You know, if you've seen old women who are like in their 80s and their feet go over the top of their shoes, <laughs> I, had all of, I had all of that. Um, wow. Yeah. But now I even now I'm not really I'm a perfectionist now now. But like in the, I was doing IVF the last two year the last two years and I put on so much weight. And my husband is so such a sweetheart. I didn't even see it because he never told me hmm. like I see pictures now. And like I was wider than I was tall last year. And like housewives I watched in horror. And I said to him, how did you not tell me? And he goes, I didn't even see it. Like he didn't notice it. So I guess I've just been lucky about the body thing. Maybe I just, I, you know, I don't see it till afterwards. That's good. I mean, it's it's better that way than the other way, you know? Like, I, I, I think that that's great. Um, that's so interesting about the preeclampsia. And that's like, I, I don't think we've talked about that really on this podcast. Um, I, uh, your experience, I'm, I'm interested. You were in the, you said you were in the hospital for two full months. Yeah. Well, it was less actually because I had to have an emergency C-section, but it was two months or a bit more before they were due. My husband at the time was away and I'd just gone in for one of those P tests and I'd left the hospital and they said, come back right now. You could have a, a heart attack. And I felt fit as a fiddle. So that was the hardest thing for me because I, again, when you're running a business you, and it's your business, there's nobody else, right? So mm. I was like, I was like, I cannot sit in the hospital. And I, you know, I was like, how am I going to do this? And it's very funny because my then secretary, my two secretaries who were then with me nine years, they're now in Dubai. And one of them is, the other one is coming now to take my house for two, the month and a half that I go traveling because my I don't like my dogs to be alone. And they were hilarious because they're still my, you know, they were the ones that queued for me that when I was in hospital, they sat at my end of my bed and both of them and, you know, made my office run from there for me. And we're still all together. So wow. it's really, really nice. I know they call themselves the cleaner because they've like, you know, been through everything with me, <laughs> making sure that my life ran. And, you know, I think um, it just was that, Having a having that distraction maybe of such a big business at the time, maybe took my mind off of how sick I was, mm. and sort of just kept me going because I was just too busy to even really give into it all, and I should have just you know. But it also, I think I would have. I I do remember waking up a lot and crying and going, "What the fuck?" I just this you know, when the doctor told me you're going to have to lie flat on your back, you can't even sit up properly. You know, I, 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 I was just descended into like complete hysteria because anyone like I, I've got ants in my pants. My my husband says you can't even like watch TV because your eyes are thinking about what's wrong with the house or what, what do I need to fix? Or like, you know, I mean, when we started this podcast, it was driving me nuts that the Wi-Fi men are downstairs because <laughs> I want to shake them. I want to get my Wi-Fi working, but I didn't want to miss this podcast. You know, I have to do it all. Yeah. Oh, my, my God. Head. I mean, and he's here. It's really like a a weird way that you're almost like forced to slow down and yes yeah yeah god that must have been tough but that's it that's interesting that you said as soon as you gave birth it's almost like a balloon deflates like it's you were like fine right after that I didn't I didn't realize you're, I you're guess fine that's how immediately it was it's immediately it's like because the baby is like it's like you is feeding off you 
So it's taking, it's between you and the baby. So it's kind of like a very, very touch and go uh, thing with, a, with how early you bring the baby out, but the baby is hosting on you. So the longer you leave it in, the more close to death you are. <laughs> so it's like a, a scales. And so in the end, um, I got very, very sick and almost died. And in the middle of the night, they said that was it. You know, I, they, the baby has to come out. And I think it was, uh, the, the twins had to come out. It had, I think they were like, yeah, eight weeks early or a bit more. And they were tiny. They were like one pound seven, like a bag of sugar. And they wow. were like, they wanted to, they, and um, there was no one there except, because I was wheeled into the emergency because it was in the middle of the night. And I remember I, this, I hope he's not listening, but this nurse <laughs> opened the door and he had a mullet and no front teeth. And it was like a truck driver <laughs> was delivering my babies. And I took one look at him and burst into tears. And I was like, oh my God. Um, but you know, uh, after that, it was, you know, all smooth. And the mo the, you, you, it's like a switch. The moment those babies are taken out, it's like you're absolutely fine. Oh my gosh. Do you have any pictures of that, of what you like were like during that period of time? I probably do somewhere. I'm, I'm, yeah, I probably do. I've got to find them. I, when I, when I got divorced and moved house and, you know, all of this kind of stuff, it's all in, in storage somewhere, but I, I'm sure I do. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I remember like the week it was, might've been like three or four days after I came home from the hospital. Cause I think I, it was like the worst, you know, of what I looked like. Um, and I, I was like, I want to document this. Like I want to take a picture so I can see like where I came from in this moment. And it's like, I have these like giant tits that are like hanging down to my belly button. Like, you know, my stomach is in this weird, it's, I still look like seven months pregnant. Um, it was not good. You're amazing. <laughs> it was you look amazing. I mean, I became the face of um, aesthetics companies out here. So I do everything from uh, Morpheus 8 on my stomach to like all anything I can to tighten the skin and make it, you know, I haven't had surgery, but I'm not opposed to it at all. Um, I know a lot of people that do. Um, but I do all of those lasers and everything to get my stomach right now. You know, my, I look, my husband is, uh, well, he was 24 when I met him. He's 28 now. So, and I'm 47. So, you know, I am always thinking of ways to make myself look amazing. Not that, again, he is the one person that really doesn't make me feel like I need to, which is really bizarre to me. He just genuinely doesn't see it. We were looking back at pictures of me last year after two rounds of IVF. And as I said, I mean, they're on the internet, unfortunately. Um, you know, paparazzi pictures from Greece. And they're shocking. Absolute shocking. The amount of cellulite on my ass, the size. I'm, I'm double the size of my husband, round. <laughs> um, but he just, yeah, he just, I guess, you know, he just loves me. So it's it's okay. Oh, you, you just have to say it's okay, don't you? I mean, the thing is, he wanted me to do the IVF. And he's, even though he's so young, he understands that that's part of it, right? Yeah. doesn't matter what age I am. Whoever's going to do it is going to blow up. That's what the hormones do. Yeah. How was your IVF journey? Um, you know, I've done it a lot. I did two rounds. I We did embryos. We've only got one boy on ice now. Um, we did two rounds and the rest just weren't viable. And then, um, you know, my boys are IVF twins and y Yasmin was natural. So it's, I don't know, you know, I, 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 I always say to people, I've lost the weight now. Nothing's impossible. Did it? It took a long time. You know, I'm two years after. I, I guess a year is it? A year and a bit. So my husband's here. 
But, you know, it took a long time. But, you know, he's very gentle and kind about it. And, um, you know, I, I feel great. So, and and my, my boys are IVF twins. So I have nothing bad to say about IVF. I say to people, get in there very quickly. Freeze your eggs. Make sure that, you know, you can do all this later on in life. Because you never know. If you told me, you know, I was married 18 years. If you told me back then I was going to be married to a 24-year-old and he'd want another baby, I'd have absolutely laughed in your face. <sighs> it's so true. I'm, I'm kind of at that age now where I have a lot of girlfriends that are thinking about, you know, thinking about putting their eggs on ice, um, going through that process. And I know it can be scary. It, it, you know, I think you hear all these crazy things like, it, you know, your hormones go nuts. It can be painful doing the shots. Um, but you're right. Like it is, it's a temporary situation. It doesn't have long, you know, you, you, you can get back to where well, you were before. Those, those are, that's truth. But, you know, I tend to say, you know, stick your head in the sand. I don't want to know too much. I always tell the doctor, don't tell me everything. It's not important. Like, because if we know too much detail, you're not going to fucking do it. It's like having a baby whenever your girls go, oh, I don't know. We're just waiting for the right time. There is never a fucking right time. There is never a right time to freeze your eggs. And there is never a right time to do IVF. Just get on with it. And actually, you know, look, it's, it's, there are ways around the pain. You know, you can, I, I learned a way of drawing like marks, circles on my stomach and then putting the Elmer cream in the circle because if you don't put the circle, then you'll lose where you put the cream. And uh. then you inject yourself and that takes a lot of the pain away. The needles are a lot thinner than when I had them back in the day. Um, and I just believe that if you're going to get a baby at the end, it's, I mean... Freezing embryos took me, I think it was 12 days, by the way. It's nothing. 12 days. And so, okay, you put on some weight. It's water weight eventually. Um, I got bigger and bigger because I directly did another course. But mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you would have to. And there's always a way to lose it. You get a trainer. You don't open your mouth. Um, <laughs> you know, today there's, I mean, there's... If if you're if you're that lazy, there are there are prescribable ways to lose weight these days. I'm not saying you know like everybody get on these things, but I'm just saying that if you need to and you can't, there are ways around everything to skin a cat. No one has to be unhappy for a second, but there's no reason not to have a baby because you're scared of what your body's going to look like. That's ridiculous to me. Yes, you can still have fun as a new mom, guys. I hope all of you are living your best hot mom summer so far. And if you want to kick back with a spritz, a spicy margarita, a seltzer, whatever your adult beverage is of choice, just make sure you chase it with some morning recovery from more labs. I love morning recovery and basically refuse to drink without it at this point. I just can't afford to feel like crap after a day or night of drinking when I have to pair it the next day. So that's where this little proprietary blend of electrolytes and vitamins comes in handy. This formula helps speed up the breakdown of alcohol-induced toxins. All you have to do is drink one of these bad boys before or after you drink alcohol, and it will help rehydrate and restore lost nutrients so you can wake up ready to take on really whatever motherhood has in store for you. I have seen these sold actually individually in my local grocery shop now, which is awesome. But pro tip, just go and buy a box of these. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have several in my pantry and they do come in handy. And I know that they will, especially this summer. 
Right now, if you go to their website, you can save 20% off when you use code BIGKID at morelabs.com slash BIGKID. Do not let rough mornings after drinking dampen the next day. Drink smarter with morning recovery. And again, use that code BIGKID for 20% off your entire order at checkout. Cheers. Okay. I would actually really love to talk with you about this because I feel like you have so much access to a lot of these um, aesthetic options. And I actually think this is really interesting because this is something I've thought about. I've tried a couple things, um, but um, I'm interested. I know you mentioned Morpheus 8 on your stomach. Like, What are some of the things that you use to help kind of get yourself back there? I think, well, this uh, Morpheus 8 with M Sculpt is great. So, I mean, first of all, everybody, it's 98% what you put in your mouth. And you, you've just got to understand that, right? Um, and then, you know, I, I'm not a big dieter. I can't I can't not eat because I get headaches. I just can't focus. I'm so like I that think too. it's really, like yeah, really important to, to eat, but eat clean. And I think we all do that. I think if you, you have a good body, I can see, you know, it's just about everything in moderation. I'm still going to have a glass of wine. I'm still going to do all those things. I think the skin issue that we all get, you get, you can get a slightly, what do they call it? A sad tummy uh, <laughs> button where you're, where it kind of goes down at the edges because you know, that's what I mean. And, and at the top of your stomach, I hate that bit at the very top of your stomach. Um, so I think I use more, I think Morpheus 8 is one of the best or, um, any sort of warm laser that they have. There's so many of them, Althera, like that you can use today on your tummy that literally will decrease stretch marks 50% the, and tighten the skin almost 50% to what it was. It will never be perfect without having a tummy tuck and those kind of things, but that's a serious, that is, you know, I know plenty of people that have done that and I have no problem with that. And if you've had um, C-sections like I have, you can go through that scar but it would be bigger. And I, I didn't personally want that because it's, for me, it's, it's just, I, it's not that bad. You know, it was just like more cellulite looking, more mm-hmm. sort of stretchy looking that I've managed to tighten it a lot with, with the lasers that are available and you can do them on the top of your knees, on the back of your arms, you know, I think round your face, your jawline, you know, filler does that too. And your, your face and jawline to give you that strength that maybe when you've been bigger and you've been, you know, um, you've lost some of the chiseled look that you like the youthful look. And if you lose weight when you're older, it tends to age you too in your face. So just to bring the plumpness back, there are so many things that you can do to yourself without having to really, you know, go under the knife that will just make you feel fresh. Yeah. Okay. This is actually making me feel a lot better because that was something I, I kind of thought I would do is I, um, I was like, once I'm done having all my babies, like I'll probably just get a tummy tuck and maybe like a breast lift, like the whole mommy makeover thing. And now after I I also had a C-section, I'm like, after going through that, I'm like, I do not want to go through any elective surgery. Like I really do not want to go under the knife for anything. Um, So I do like hearing that there's just like lasers and non-invasive ways that you can really like tighten the shit up. There really are. I think, you know, what people forget and I, you know, I I have one of the best body doctors here that comes to Dubai for my, you know, for the clients that we work with. Um... Uh, and he's amazing. Don't get me wrong. His mommy, mommy may makeovers are insane, but you will. And he's very honest. You will end up with a bigger scar than you have. 
Mm. You know, it's and I, I've had my breasts done. I've never done my tummy. And in hindsight, if I was going to do it, I probably should have done it all before. But you're right. Having had a C-section, um, which, you know, I had to have, um, I, I felt like I'd been hit by a truck. I couldn't even sit up. So to imagine that happening to me by choice, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's just not that it's just not worth it to me. But, I, you know, I understand. Look, there are a lot of people that go through um, surgery, you know, birth and and, and they don't they, they don't have a choice and their skin is horrific. And I've seen some shocking cases where you're like, OK, I understand and, and it's needed and they can just chop it off and they can give you a beautiful stomach. There's no point being miserable. You, what you have to do is lie in bed at night and say, do I am I that miserable? Mm. that I need that I need to do this and if it, if the answer is yes do it absolutely do it there are, I don't believe in staying anywhere that you're uncomfortable for a day you know why make yourself miserable because you are scared uh-huh. of something because th- there is many nice ways to, many good doctors out there if you research it today and it happens all the time but if you're on the edge and you're not sure then I, you know, I don't, then, and you can live with it, live with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that we're talking about this because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it openly and you're like not supposed to talk really about like bouncing back or like body image stuff after pregnancy because like you did just have a baby, but like, well, first of all, any, any doctor with any ounce of, um, you know, uh, self-respect won't operate on a woman until she's like a year after a baby because you need to have lost all the weight and get back to your, your, your um, normal weight. Because if a doctor's doing it before, you're wasting your money because, you know, the skin won't be in the right place. The incision won't be in the right place. You haven't bounced back. You're going to ha- need it redone and it's a disaster. So no doctor should do it straight after anyway, which is when most women go, shit, I'm still not looking good. Um, and that's what my doctor always says to patients. I know women, I, I have a beautiful friend who had a, a, a complete botched job, who had her incision right up under her, her stomach pretty much and can't wear any swimsuits or bikinis, all of this stuff. And you're like, why? You Just why? She was, she was tiny anyway. You know, yeah. I think it, it is a big decision and you need to research the doctor. For sure. Um, I'm curious too, have you done anything for your C-section scar? Like, have you done any yes. lasers? Or what What did you do to Everything. help with that? Because mine is I jacked did. up. <laughs> yes. Um, and does it get itchy? Yeah. Mine used to get yeah. really itchy at night, which is embarrassing because you're always walking around with your hand down your pants. <laughs> 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 and I was like, yes, so I have. Um, they put injections. Well, first of all, from um, they, they put injections into it. Cortisone injections, I think it is. Um, which is not pleasant, but it goes, it, it really takes it down and it deals a lot with the itchiness. The itchiness is obviously the nerve endings reattaching, which I didn't know. So I, you know, and it, and it happens a lot at night when you're sleeping or, at, you know, when you go to bed, it's at late at the evenings, which is annoying. You're going to dinner parties and you get itchy hmm. scars. Um, but yes, so I found lasers and laser on it and um, these injections into it. Um, and I actually just did the injections again when I was staying at Viva Maya Health Farm because they actually said to me that it, it, it's very important to have that heal well because w- what do they say? Um, you know, your oh, the, the blood flow through your body as well. And the, your it's all about, um, you know, your... Uh, 
feeling zen and I can't, I can't remember the proper word for it. Sorry. It's like, or health, health sort of yogi kind of stuff, but you're, it's been cut, right? So it's important that your flow and that your, all your nerve endings do come back for you to relax and for your body to not feel the trauma anymore. So I do feel that dealing with that is very important. Mm. Um, some women get it recut out because you've got to remember as well that, you know, the doctor that does your birthing is not a plastic surgeon, right? So they, when I said, please, can I have a nice scar and make sure, could you pull my stomach a little bit tighter? They're like, uh, fuck off. We're here <laughs> to get your baby out, uh, not to make you look pretty. And then yeah. you hear stories about other women who wheel in their plastic surgeon at the same time. Now, my plastic surgeon, the one that I told you about in America, America that I bring here for everybody, he says he doesn't, he doesn't recommend that because, you know, you're not remotely the size you should be. Mm. Um, so, you know, I would say, I would just say the injections were the best thing I ever did. What kind of doctor did you go to for those injections? Was it a dermatologist or plastic yeah, surgeon? Yeah, dermatologist. But to, either dermatologist, plastic surgeon. And I told you, I just went to a health farm. I huh. literally have just been to a health farm in, in, uh, in um, Switzerland and, and, and they did it. They suggested it. They were like, oh, they were like, your chi isn't going around. I've got the injections here. I think most doctors can do it now. Uh, it, 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 it doesn't, you know, it's not a skill set. It's, it's, it's any doctor yeah. can, can administer yeah. that. And your C-section was what 13 years 12 13 years ago 13 uh, 13 years ago my 13, 13 years ago and so you can still do treatments even you yes. know years and years and years later yeah 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 mine mine was keloid so it was kind of rounded and very red and now it's flat uh, it's not perfect i mean you definitely see it but it's so much better it's white the injections turn it white too they take out the redness which is nice um i don't you know i don't i don't feel as conscious about it um, you know, Sergio's never not known me without it, obviously. So like, you know, I, I mean, you know, I guess I, I, I can, and it doesn't itch at all anymore. Yeah, that's good. Mine, mine is keloided too. It's like red and it's raised and it drives me yes, insane. That's what mine was. Yeah. That, so that, did yours, that, it'll go flat. Sorry. How, uh, how long until like once you had your C-section, when did you get those injections? Was it years later or like years later? Because quickly? no one told me years later. No one told me you can go now. You can go now. You don't have to wait years. What they do say is, you know, a lot of it is the healing process. As I said, the itching is the healing process, right? Um, which made a lot of sense, but, um, your, your baby is how old? A year. Yeah, you can go now. Yeah, yeah. Just I figured, go, and, go and get it done. I, I'm probably gonna go for baby number two, and I'm there's a big chance that I'll have to have a C-section again. So I'm like, let me just get these ki like the kids out of the way. But I do like hearing that you know down the road I can get that fixed because right now not loving, not loving the way it's looking. Well, also you know when they when you if you have another baby they will they can clean it up. They can take a bit of it out. Um, because uh, mine were all C-section. So on the twins, they cleaned up the first one a bit. Really? Really? Yeah. So, but then again, it, it happened again. It was just what it was, but it was a better, it was a better, um, incision the second time round. Huh. And they just, they, so, so they can do that, you know, and they won't leave it like that. 
um, you know, that's a medical thing. It, it it's not you know it's not a vanity thing. It's not much fun, and it and it, it is annoying. It's like itchy yeah. boobs, yeah. itchy boobs, itchy scars. It's you know, did you get that when your boobs itch all the time? You're like, oh my god, your nipples. Uh, nipples, yes, hundred percent. Um, but definitely not as bad as the scar. The scar is like so weird, like that. It just itches all the time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and no, I think no, I'm at horrible. the point where I'm not even conscious where I'm itching it. So now I'm gonna like be thinking about that. I'm like, am I in like the grocery store line just like itching my crotch? Like I need no, to. No, but that's 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 what I did at dinner parties <laughs> too. You suddenly f- find my hand down my pants, and then someone would be looking, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, you just forget. Um, so you know, and you you're like, but but it, it's annoying. You have to. But, um, you know, that's why even if you did a couple of these injections just for the itching, it'll just tone it down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I love, I love to hear that. Um, I know you mentioned you had twins and I, you know, I, I've only had my one baby. So I, I didn't, I don't have experience in this, in this area, but what was your twins experience? Like, like, was it like way harder than when you just had your first child? Um, what was that like, especially in the in the early days? So much easier because I didn't have the pressure like of, you know, with Yasmin, I would take her everywhere with me. Right. So like cause put her in the papoose and, you know, like I would never leave her, you know, nails, hair, dinners, lunch. With the twins, it was like, okay, I, I went to all those stupid mummy and me classes, did all that kind of stuff, which I loathed, <laughs> but I knew I had to be there, you know. And um, with the boys, I never did any of those things, nothing, because I was like, fuck it, they've got each other. Why am I going to play with this <laughs> two of them? Why, why would I take them out for dinner? There's two of them. You know, why, the, you know, they, they, I didn't have the mum guilt. So, like, obviously it's harder because, you know, there's two of, the, the, the feeding thing is exhausting. One would come off a boob and the next one would be put on. But once I got through that stage, I was like, I didn't have the pressure like to take all three kids out with me, I was just like, okay, you're all staying home till you're able to walk. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and everyone can come to me. And that was it for me. So I put myself in this, like, no, I can't come. I've got twins. Yeah. You know, I, I, no, no, we're not going. You come to me. I've got twins and everyone does it. So no, it was easier. Uh, my girlfriend had twins as well. My, one of my best friends. And we were laughing because, you know, she said, I never had it any other way. I don't know what one baby's like. Yeah. So it's just what you it's what you get. You you somehow you just get through it. You just do. And I think, as I said, you know, one always had a play. They always had a playmate. They shared one crib. Ugh. They were always together. That is that is so nice. Um, I'm realizing that with my my first right now, I'm like, God, this kid needs a lot of entertainment and a lot of action. And like, it's exhausting. And I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not ready for a second baby, but I'm, I'm like, I understand like why, um, parents do this or, you know, like I, I understand the appeal of having a second one because I'm like, oh, they can entertain each other. And I'm sure with twins, it's even better. Um, you mentioned hating the mommy and me classes. This is, that is so funny to me because it's so real. Like I, I'm in one of these right now and I'm like, Ugh, just the whole thing. I, I can't. Like, I just, I can't. Like, it's the same conversations over and over again. You walk in, oh, how old your baby? Okay, cool. I'm, I just, like, I'm not, like, connecting with any of the moms. And it's just, it's, like, one of those things. I'm, like, I've been doing it for, like, four months. And I'm, like, I don't think I can do much more of this. 
No, it's, so it's, it's it, and, and the thing is, as I said, you know, invariably your child is asleep. So now you're sitting in a circle banging a tambourine <laughs> with a bunch of women that you would not say hello to if they were on fire. Right. <laughs> um, you know, and 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 that's the truth. And, you know, but suddenly you're there and like they're meant to become your best friends. And then you're meant to have a coffee afterwards and, you know, and, and relate to these people. And most of them only had babies to get friends. Like, I mean, it's like, no, that's awful, but you know what I mean? And there are some mothers that take it on like sport, like sport. And they make you feel like you're an alien because, you know, you're not banging your tambourine hard enough. And, you know, you're not into it. And like, you don't want to go and have lunch with them afterwards. And it's like this club that you have to join. And I'm like, I was just always, I'm just, I'm alone, not a loner anyway, but I'm just someone who likes to do their own thing. I like to be in charge. I like to, you know, as I said, you know, I've, I've got the same team around me all these years later and they always laugh at me, you know, like watching me with the baby, they thought it was hilarious. And like, the thought of I said to my my husband now if I I I'm not I will ha give you a baby but you will be doing the work like you will <laughs> be doing the work um, so let's be clear um, but you know at the same time I've loved my journey but it's my journey and my children are like so well adjusted so beautiful so much fun like we have a great time you know I don't think there's any way right way or wrong way I've taught my children to be a you know, boss, pe boss people, follow your path. Like, do what you want to do. I'm doing exactly what I want to do, like, outside what I should be doing, you know? Like, I never worried about would I be living in a one-bedroom apartment or what would happen to me because I know that I can do it, right? I know I can do everything to, for everyone. I'm never scared of where I'm going. And those kind of things, it's like, so to follow, you know, to be a sheep and have to do what everyone else is doing it just never sat well with me. And I, I you're sure. right. Those conversations, I wanted to frigging shoot myself. <laughs> I mean, shoot myself. I'm the kind of girl that would have sent her secretary to baby and me classes while I went to the office. That's like <laughs> what I, I have the same, as I said, same woman. Uh, she's here, Rania. And I would make her do all this shit. And she doesn't even have kids. She would literally cue. She would go to these things. She would, you know, help me. I'm like, I'm not going to mummy and me class without you. Like, she had to do all this stuff. She's like, I don't even like kids. And I'm coming. <laughs> so funny. I know. I'm like, who can I pawn? Who can I pawn these classes off on? Because I just got, like, renewed for another two months. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. Um, I might send my my mother-in-law. She's like excited by that. I'm like, by all means, you can take them. Yes. Have a ball. And that's okay, by the way. That is okay. And I think you need to give yourself that break. Why does motherhood have to be a bunch of stuff that none of us want to do to be a better mom? It doesn't make any sense to me. To be a great mom, you have to be miserable all times. Sitting with people mm. you hate, doing things you hate. That's just not true. And it shouldn't be so. Like, why can't my baby come to things I like? Why mm. can't she just be part of my life? Because it doesn't make any difference. You know, she's going to yeah. be like, yeah. if I've got those things hanging from her, uh, you know, what is it called? Pram. And I'm, you know, she's got music or she sees another baby at my friend's house. And I'm having a glass of wine in the sitting room and having a great time, having a laugh with my girlfriend. What is the fucking difference? The baby's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. It's one of those things. It, it, I know in the beginning it was really hard for me to just like, 
I, I don't know. I feel like I was maybe like scared to get the baby out of the house or, you know, like be on my own with the baby. I just felt like it was just, it was too difficult. So I would be like, I'm just going to stay home where like all of our shit no, is. That's normal. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. I did that. I did that. Yeah, that's what I'm exactly what I'm saying. Like who the, f- like it's exhausting. And then like if something goes wrong or like the baby does one thing that you've never seen it do before, you've got to go running <laughs> back again. So I I absolutely understand why mothers stay home. Like, you know, I'll see you in a year. I get that. No, I completely get that. Yeah. I think with the second one, God willing, um, I I at least will feel more comfortable earlier. No, the second one is a dream because the first one you don't want to give to any friends. You don't want anyone to pick up. You don't want anyone to touch it. The second one, you're like, here, have it. Bring it back in three days and let me know, you know, take him for a walk. You you don't give it. And when you've got twins, you really don't give a shit. You're like, anyone take one. Oh, you see someone on the street. Can you just hold this one while I carry this one? And they've got the other one. I've got three. So you're like, just everybody take one. You know, before with one baby, you're like, wash your hands. Don't touch my baby. You know, get disinfection. Don't do this. Now you're like, you're literally throwing them at builders on the street saying, please carry one for me. You don't care. One's like licking, crawling through the airport with its tongue out, licking the floor. And you're like, oh, well, there goes my gorgeous kid. Nothing is too much. (gasps) <gasps> that's so funny it's so true oh man when do you, when do you think that it like started to get easier because we've been talking about like being in the trenches right now in those early days like when did things start to kind of like feel like they were getting easier with your kids now 13 <laughs> okay only 13 more years to get 12 more years to go great um no it it it, it, it doesn't it doesn't you just get different problems you know, mm. easier as in you can communicate with them. Yes, 100%. Um, so, you you know, it's nice because when they don't want something or throw something at you, you can tell them no. Or, you know, or you can say you can tell them not to throw their plate in a restaurant. But nothing gets easier. It's, it's just a different set of issues, which is not to say that they're not you know, it's not, there are great times for every single stage. You know, some, when you look down at your baby and she's, she or he's asleep on your chest, you're like, you know, you would just burst, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then they're, they're horrible. And then they cry for three hours. So, you know, there's the good and the bad to everything, right? One minute you love them. The next minute you're like, oh my God, I can't do this. Then the same with any age, you know, I guess they go to preschool. So you get a few hours off. That's amazing. So you can't wait to see them when they come home, but then you know, then they've got a voice, then they really don't want to sleep, then they really are fighting you every step of the way, or they won't eat anything for my children wouldn't eat anything other than well, Aaron wouldn't eat anything other than rice for like four years of his life. <laughs> Not one other thing. Like he I mean, just eats rice. And, and you just like, okay, you just have to give up. Like, I guess I took him to every doctor. Why does my son only eat rice? That's all he'll have rice and broccoli. He's like, well, he's eating. Go, go away. He's fine. One day he'll wake up and want another food group. So it's just what it is. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's that actually makes me feel better because my son, who used to be, like, the best eater ever, is all of a sudden, like, won't eat anything. And I'm like, is this a phase? Is this going to last? Yes, and, and it's a phase that will last a few years. <laughs> so Fantastic. my son lives on rice, ketchup, and yellow cheese. I don't understand it. It's the most revolting thing. He could never eat another morsel of anything again and live off that. 
Um, he now into he's now thirteen. He now into he, I watched a meet of jumbo prawn last night. I couldn't believe it. I almost fell off my chair. Oh, what about um, the other twin? Is he like eats like normally? Everything. Or are they similar? In everything. That? No, everything. So funny. I mean, he he likes wagyu for God's sake. <laughs> um, he likes steak, uh, and it's it's hilarious. We'll go to these restaurants. My son will pick off like he'll pick off the wagyu and eat the rice. And the other one is like ordering the most expensive thing he can ever have anywhere. It's just because he loves to. Um, <laughs> but it's, 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 it's hilarious. They could not be more different. That's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, but I learned to go with the flow. Don't worry about it. That as long as they're eating, they're eating. Ugh. I needed to hear that. Thank you. I'm, I'm right now in the phase where I'm like, I feel like I am a personal chef for like a, for a toddler. Like I'm literally trying, I'm like watching TikToks of all these different kinds of like foods to try and like recipes. And I'm like whipping shit up. He doesn't eat anything. And I'm just like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, don't do it. Do less. Do Th- less. They'll be fine. Do less. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay. I know we're wrapping up now. I have loved chatting with you and I'm curious I mean I feel like you know you haven't let motherhood really define you I feel like you still live this amazing really cool glamorous life um do you have any tips for our new moms out there who are you know scared of losing their identity um who you know want to get their lives you know back what would you say don't wait don't wait Because the longer you do, the more of a shock it will be to your children, right? If they're not used to it, how are they going to get used to it? You've done the same thing till they're 20 and suddenly you're going to be dancing on tables again and getting your life back. No. And show your kids that that, that children shouldn't be the end of your life. And by the way, you know, one income households are kind of over now anyway. You know, everyone's sort of pulling their weight and doing stuff together. So, you know... I think to keep your relationship hot, you, sh- you should get going, get yourself back into shape, get your life back, feel good about yourself. If you feel good about yourself, you can be a better wife, you can have more sex. Sex is key. Connecting with your husband is key. You know, everybody's scared of sex after having a baby because, you know, n- not many people want things down there for quite a long time. And I get that. But, you know, just get on with it. Get on with it. Go get your hair done. Go buy yourself a new outfit. Go make yourself feel whole again because a good you will be a better mom. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, Caroline, thank you so much for doing this show. And I know all of us are going to be watching you on Real Housewives of Dubai. But in the meantime, where else can we find you? Um, Divorce Not Dead. So um, on all platforms. So come and uh, listen to the podcast. I sort of give all women advice from, you know, post-divorce, pre-divorce, keeping your relationships together. It's it, this, is, this is about marriage in general and lifestyle in general. And Caroline Stanbury, so um, on Instagram. So I hope to see you all there. Caroline, thank you so much for being on. And thank you guys for listening and bumping along with us. If you enjoyed the show, please share it on your social, tag us. I love reposting you guys. Or you can do me a real solid and leave a little five-star review on iTunes. It really does make such a difference. Love when you guys do that. Um, And until next time, I'll see you later. All right. Bye. Bye.